Welcome to Victory Church of His Presence Sermon of the Week. Enjoy this new message from Pastor Brian Gibbs. Tonight we're going to move in and out of the Word, but we're also going to move into a time of prayer and declaration. And so uh, can I have you with me tonight when we move into these prayers and these declarations? Not only a time of breaking open the Word, but also a time of decreeing of proclamation that you would just stand in agreement as we become one, moving in the Spirit. Amen. Declaring the word of the Lord. Don't you appreciate our worship team? So good. We're so blessed. We're so blessed. I'd like you to grab your Bibles, if you would, tonight, and I'd like you to go to Hebrews chapter 12. For the next few minutes, I'm going to, thank you, Cody, just release this word in the house this evening. We are, we are at an unprecedented place in the United States of America. I was on the phone with a, um, a wonderful, wonderful man of God, several of them today, but one in particular, he said to me, he said, Brian, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. And he said, I know you are too. I said, yeah, I am. I said, but here's what, Here's what we need to hear in this, this moment together, and here's what we need to hear right now. We better catch our wind, our second wind, really quick. We better catch our second wind really quick so that we can mount up and soar because we have a battle to win. I understand many of us are tired. I understand that many of us have been praying. We have been fasting. We have been sacrificing. We have been giving. All of us have been in this together as a family. And I understand that you're tired. You understand that I'm tired. But we've got to catch our second wind quickly. We've got to follow through. We've got to see this thing all the way through to victory. Everything depends on it. Everything depends on it. It's not over. Oh, it's, it's not over. You mark this down, my friends. You mark it down. These aren't somebody else's words. These are my words, okay? They're not somebody else's. I'm not, I'm not quoting, you know, apostle whoever and prophet whoever and messenger whoever. You mark it down. We are marching right now up the mountain of Mount Carmel. Oh, we are. We are marching up this mountain, and the God who answers by fire is going to answer. And our nation will declare the Lord, He is God. The Lord, the Lord, He is God. The Lord, He is God. As I do, I, I often give you a scripture, and then I meander and make my way to that scripture. <laughs> 
But I want to set this in place tonight as we make our way to Hebrews chapter 12, and that is Psalm 16 and verse 8. Psalm 16 and verse 8, it says, I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved, or I shall not be shaken. Hallelujah. I am decreeing boldly as the ecclesias, I stand before God, that access has been denied to Joe Biden. This man who is claiming victory through a fraudulent and corrupt, deceptive way, I'm decreeing that his access to the White House is being denied. Today's announcement is not the final authority. Today's announcement is not the final authority. And as I've said earlier, the future does belong to the righteous, and it's time for us to seize this moment. We have to seize this moment and secure it by faith. If you are waffling, if there is any level of unbelief, get it out. That's an encouragement. Okay, that's an encouragement. Okay, this is how I talk to myself. If there's any level... Any turbulence, this is how I talk to myself, any unbelief, you're not to tolerate it. Now's where you have to amp your faith up and you've got to believe the word of the Lord with all of your heart. This is what we have contended for, ladies and gentlemen, and we're not letting go of it. We're not letting go of it. I want to decree tonight that there will be an uncovering and an exposure of all the wickedness. Do you agree? Come on, do you agree? That there will be a full uncovering and exposure. That God will burn all of this fraudulent, corrupt activity out of this nation. I think that we understand. I think everybody in here has their thinking caps on. And I think you understand that if he would have won by a landslide, this underbelly or dragon under the ground would have came up and swallowed any level of victory four years from now. I believe it is in God's mercy that he is sending his fire through the belly of the beast in the underground to clean this nation out so that we can be delivered from this level of corruption. Come on. Call it whatever you want. You want to call it deep state? You want to whatever you wish. But God is dealing with it. His righteous judgments are coming on America. His righteous judgments. And remember, my friend, God's righteous judgments are his mercy. Leonard Ravenhill was the one who said, the opportunity of a lifetime must be seized in the lifetime of that opportunity. One more time. The opportunity of a lifetime must be seized in the lifetime of that opportunity. And right now, God is longing for us to arise in great faith. 
We can, we can give, literally, we can give no room to passivity in this hour. And we're not going to turn into a bunch of cowards and go running. We're not going to back up and retreat in this hour. God is calling the church to define this hour. Write it down. God is calling on me to define the hour. God is calling on me to define the moment. You got to take it personal, my friends. Don't you just hear some message? This is a word from the Lord tonight. You got to take it very personal. This ain't for the person to your left or right. This is for you. You've got to define the moment. God's calling the ecclesia to define our times, literally, to create history. We must create the history in this hour. And I'll tell you what, folks, I am so confident that the beloved of God, the true church, the remnant praying church that has been on this, that God has not sent us to, into a dead end. I believe we're going to apprehend every promise that we have contended for. I've said this many times, but God has invited you and I into the lion's share for the spoils of victory. And I remind you of that tonight. He is inviting all of us, all of us into the lion's share. It is time to believe like you've never believed before. It is time to step up to the plate and swing for the fences and believe God in this hour. Go big or go home, baby. <laughs> Are you hearing what I'm saying? In Matthew 16, Jesus said these words. He says, I'm building a church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against this church. I've said it again, and I'm reminding you who we are. We are the ecclesia, and who are we? That means that in this earth, we are an embassy of heaven. Victory is not just some little family church where we just come together and sing a few good little licks and a few good songs. We are an embassy from heaven. You've got to see it from this perspective. What we say here matters. What we decree here matters. How we pray in this church matters. What we sing and decree and prophesy in this church, it matters because heaven is listening. I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I tell you that the cloud of witnesses are standing at attention right now over America. And they are listening and they are watching. Just as God is not an indifferent bystander, the, the cloud of witnesses are watching and engaging the ecclesia in the earth realm saying, you have this. Hebrews chapter 12. It's time for us to seize every opportunity to pray, to fast, to decree, to prophesy, to impart hope, to receive God's wisdom, to receive God's counsel, to receive and declare the word of the Lord. It's time to be bold, my friends. 
it's time to be bold. No wishy-washy prophets. No wishy-washy ministries. No wishy-washy shepherds in the pulpits. No, this ain't, this, that hour's been long gone. There's just more people are actually awakening to this reality. That's been long gone long ago. Here's where we are. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 25 through 29. See that you do not refuse him who speaks. Grab a hold of this tonight. See that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth, but now he's promised, saying, yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also heaven. Now this yet once more indicates the removal of the things that are being shaken as the things that are made, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Did you hear that? You seeing it? I've set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. I shall not be shaken. See that the shaking in this hour is to remove everything potentially in our life that is on a faulty foundation. That anything that is not built upon the pure foundation of Christ and Christ alone, let it fall away. This is why we must embrace the shaking. This is why we must be courageous in this hour and say, God, shake me to the core. That I don't stand on anything, any religious platitude, anything that is not the solid, strong rock of the word of the Lord. Are you with me? Verse 28, and therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken. Now, I'm reading this to you purposely. Why? Because I'm reminding you as a shepherd, we are part of a kingdom. It cannot be shaken. We are part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Wow. With reverence and godly fear. My God, folks, I'm telling you, if there's anything that needs to be restored in 2020, in this hour, it's right there. With reverence and godly fear. You see, these God-haters and these God-mockers, they think they can do whatever they want. They think that they can say whatever they want, and they think they can get away with it. I remember being in the room, sitting there three rows behind Brett Kavanaugh, while they just went to town on him unleashing all of their hell, all of their lies, all of their deceit. And as Lindsey Graham said in that room while I sat there, he says, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you what is going on. They are sitting here lying and masquerading, and they know it. And when they close that door right over there, they are, la they are laughing their you-know-what's off. And everybody understands what you-know-what's are, and I can't say you-know-what's. Hey, 
They think they can get away with it. They think they can just do whatever they want. I believe we are coming into, again, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it again. We're climbing Mount Carmel. As we speak right now, we are climbing Mount Carmel to a divine confrontation of who is God. And the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. I want to read it to you out of the message translation tonight. The message translation, Hebrews 12. He says, do you see what we've got? We have an unshakable kingdom. And do you see how thankful we must be? Not only thankful, but brimming with worship. Deeply reverent before God. For God is not an indifferent bystander. Oh my, I love that. God is not an indifferent bystander. He's actively cleaning house, torching all that needs burned. And he won't quit. He won't quit until it's all cleansed. God himself is fire. God himself is fire. I want to read to you in the next few moments, this powerful dream from a friend of ours, Gina Golston, that Dutch Sheets shared this morning. Some of you may have received this, but this is such a powerful dream. I felt so compelled to take this time to strengthen our church, to strengthen you in the Lord. I want to read this dream over you, and I want to read the interpretation, then I want to begin to pray over it as well. I want you to listen to this. Gina had this dream April the 7th, 2020. But as Dutch and I both believe and many believe, we believe it is for right now. Right now. Listen to this. Here's the dream. President Donald John Trump, he was walking on the bank of a small river. And at first he seemed that he was pacing back and forth. But then I realized that he was actually looking for something. He said, I, I was told that something had been left here for me and I came here to find it. But I'm not seeing it. He continued to search but finding nothing. He turned to walk away. And just as he turned, a wooden crate measuring about three feet wide one feet in height and about two feet from the front to back, it came bobbing up in the water. I could see down in the water. This is, this is what Gina shares. She says, I could see down in the water, and there, was, there were several people lying in the bottom of the river. And they had been holding on to the box, but they had lost their grip on it, and it rushed to the surface. And the water, of the water with the, with the splash. And President Trump turned to see what had caused the splash. And when he saw the wooden crate, he reached out and he pulled it to the bank. He took out a knife from his pocket and he used, he used it to open the lid. And inside it, President Trump found an old Bible, an appeal to heaven flag. Where's my flag? Where'd it disappear to? It didn't disappear. <laughs> This is the appeal to heaven flag. This 
This flag that you're looking at is the flag that George Washington had before all of our troops during the Revolutionary War. Why does it have an evergreen tree on it? Because the evergreen tree is the tambourine tree that Abraham sowed or planted in the city of Beersheba when he called on the everlasting God. This is the flag. So I want you to hear this tonight. Inside it, POTUS found an old Bible. We all know who POTUS is. An, an appeal to heaven flag and the communion elements, a cup of wine and some bread. He immediately took the appeal to heaven flag and he draped it over his shoulders and he knelt down with his right knee to the ground. He put a Bible under, he put the Bible under his forearm, held the cup of wine with his left hand and the bread with his right. Then with tears flowing, he began to pray. With the appeal to heaven flag still draped over his shoulders, he looked down at the Bible and the communion elements with great admiration and said, this is it. This is what I came to find. Suddenly, a huge slingshot appeared in the dream. And President Trump stood and positioned himself in it. A hand then came into view and pulled him back in the slingshot, launching him from that place. He carried with him all of the items that he found in the wooden crate, just as the president was launched from the slingshot. Those who had been in the river holding down the wooden crate came out of the river, and they tried to grab him. It was too late. However, he was already airborne, and they couldn't touch him. I then saw him land perfectly on his feet like someone landing from a parachute jump. The place he landed was a stage on the steps of the Capitol building in Washington, D.C., where he was about to give his second inaugural address. The speech was anything but normal. He was wrapped in the appeal to heaven flag around his shoulders and held the old Bible in his hands. I then realized that this was the Bible he had used when he was sworn in at his first inauguration ceremony, a gift that he had been given from his mother who had connections with the great Welsh revival. Many of you know about that history, as we do. Through tears, we're still in the dream. Through tears, President Trump said, God is taking us back. And he is giving us a new start. Now, we are rightly focused. We're getting back on track. He led the nation in a prayer of sincere repentance. Wow. Then he took the communion elements that he had found in the wooden crate, and he led the nation in communion. That's a powerful dream. That's a powerful dream. Now, this is what we believe the interpretation of this dream is. Listen well. Listen well tonight. I'm taking the time to share this dream. Please listen well. 
There is an evil attempt to keep what is true and righteous and holy from coming to the surface of awareness in our nation. However, we are coming to the moment when it will no longer be withheld. Somebody say amen. Amen. Where it will no longer be withheld. It may occur at the last minute. But what God has preserved for this moment in time is going to come forth with a splash. Making its presence known. President Trump's retrieval of the revealed wooden crate And the use of his knife to open it says that there is deep spiritual awakening coming to President Donald John Trump. He is going to find what he has been searching for. Which is a deeper awareness and revelation of Jesus Christ. When he opened the crate and found the appeal to heaven flag, the old Bible, the communion elements, his eyes were open, his heart was touched, and he was humbled before God. A great realization was awakened in him. This is what I have come to find. It was also the answer for our nation. President Trump pulled out Pulled out this prayer mantle. This is a prayer mantle. The appeal to heaven flag. He embraced Christ and the communion elements and found God's truth in the old Bible. From this personal transformation, he was launched into the next phase of his destiny. You've got to hear that. He was launched into the next phase of his destiny. He was repositioned. And the things that he had gathered from his personal encounter gave him proper perspective on how to lead the nation, first and foremost, back to God. You seeing this? First and foremost, back to God. The attempt to keep President Trump from launching in the slingshot pictures the current effort being made to remove President Trump from his position. It is also an all-out attempt to finally turn our nation from God and his original plans for us, but it is too late. The hand of God will launch Donald Trump into his position. The hand of God will launch Donald Trump into his position. The Bible President Trump found and carried with him has, con- has been connected to the great revival of the nation of Wales. I believe it is significant to show us that America will be revived back to her godly roots and her God-given destiny. The president leading the nation in repentance and communion speaks of redemption and restoration. His sincere declaration over the nation speaks of a coming national awakening of God. I want you to stand to your feet right now. I want you to take a hand. We're going to make some decrees here. Now, this message is far from over, but this is where we're going to make some decrees. So I want you to take a hand. 
And I want you to link your faith right now. Kathy, are you with me? You locked in? You guys good? All right. I want you to lift those hands right now. Father, thank you. You ordained, Father, the founding of these United States of America. And we see your hand at work, Father, throughout the pages of history. You have guided us by divine providence and wisdom. Now we stand, Father, at the hinge of history. And the future of our nation is being weighed even tonight in the balance. Evil is attempting to withhold the reality of your truth from the hearts of God's people. But we as your ecclesia, God, we release our, our voices in agreement with you boldly to say, let your kingdom come and let your will be done. Say it with me. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in America. Our godly heritage and purpose as a nation will not be lost nor forsaken. Shout an amen over that in Jesus' name. We decree that evil is losing its grip tonight. And the revelation of Jesus Christ and his word are making a comeback. An awakening of God is now rising to the surface. And we will be released into an unstoppable move of God with a de demonstration of the power of the Spirit. Father, against all odds, you raised up and positioned Donald Trump as the President of the United States. He is a leader who stands as a defender of Israel for the unborn, for your church, for righteous laws, even in the heat of massive pressure and resistance, Father, he has stood by your supreme strength to accomplish so many things that you've positioned him for, Father. You placed him there, and he will remain in position until you say otherwise. I'm going to say it again. He will remain in that position, Father, until you say otherwise. We ask you to continue to strengthen President Trump tonight and guide him by your spirit. Protect him and his family from all attempts made to harm his life. Protect him from any and all attempts to remove him from his destiny. May he have a personal encounter with you, Father, that you will forever transform his life. And you will deepen his relationship with you, Father. Deepen his relationship with you, Father. May he humble himself, Father. May he humble himself and walk with you. And may your word be embedded into his heart and into his spirit. Establishing him on the foundation of your unchanging truth. And as the president of these United States of America, may his voice be released as a trumpet that calls this nation back to you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on. Come on. Come on. Shout the victory. Shout the victory. Shout the victory.
We believe, Father. We believe you're the God of miracles. We believe, Father, you're the God of miracles. You're the God of miracles. You're the God of wonders. I'm going to decree tonight this prayer. Take hands again. We are declaring that there will be no election coup. Are you in agreement? That an election coup will not prevail. Brothers, sisters, this is not over. This is not over. Heavenly Father, we stand against every unrighteous effort to steal this election from Donald Trump. We ask you, Father, to expose all voter fraud and bring accountability to everyone involved. Uncover what is hidden. Decree it tonight. Uncover what is hidden. Shout it out. Uncover what is hidden. We declare that all voter fraud will be found, exposed, and dealt with severely. Together tonight, Father, we bind the demonic forces that are operating in this effort, and we ask for your heavenly angels to aid us right now in this battle. We pray that you will give us wise strategies to those now, Lord, who will mediate in this process on the behalf of our president. Father, grant them special grace and wisdom and divine strategy to our president, his legal team, and into the Department of Justice and everyone else involved to bring justice about. Father, we decree tonight, let no stone go unturned. We will stand firm, Lord, for your heart's plan for America to come to pass. We will not just give up, and we will never lose this nation. We will stay in this prayer and action until every promise is fulfilled. We ask that your mighty hand will intervene right now, Father, in this process and give us mercy and victory in Jesus' name. Now, here's our decree. Are you ready? We declare, come on, that this election will not be stolen, and that God's will and his kingdom purpose will be established in the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, shout amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may be seated. In Romans chapter 8, verses 5 and 6, Romans, put it in your notes. Romans chapter 8, verse 5 and 6, it says, For those who live according to the flesh, they set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. You see that? The mind that is set on the things of the Spirit, it yields forth this, life and peace. My dear brothers, my dear sisters, we have to set our faith, set our heart, set our mind on the things of the Spirit in this hour. If we don't, we're going to sink into a realm of carnality. And we're going we're gonna to move into a place 
that the carnal mind is fighting and warring against what God has already said. We already have many leaders, even in the body of Christ, compromising and denouncing what the word of the Lord actually was for our country. I'm not retreating. And that's not just trying to be standalone Bob and putting my chest out. No, 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 no. I'm standing with the Lord. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm standing with the Lord. I'm still standing with the word of the Lord. I'm going to say it again, folks. It doesn't matter how many people try to hide it, try to suppress it, try to cover it up, try to deceive it. Listen, folks. God knows what is true in heaven. How many of you are convinced of that? God, does God see it all? Does God, is it forever settled in heaven actually what truth is? So then when men suppress the truth in the earth realm, it doesn't matter how many, how many men you get to stand with you in your deception. It doesn't matter how many people you get to stand with you in a realm of deception when God has said this is what is truth. That's why the word of God says, let God be true and every man a liar. I'm standing with the Lord. Colossians 3, 15. We need to hear this tonight. Let the peace of God rule your hearts. To which you were also called in one body. Be thankful. Here it is again. Let the peace of God rule your heart. If there's ever an hour right now that we've got to submit ourselves and lay ourselves completely open before the Lord for his peace to rule in our house, to rule in our hearts, to rule in our homes, to rule in our families, it is this hour. The enemy is trying to bring such division in every relationship, division in families, divisions in churches, divisions in ministries, if there's ever a time, this is the hour the peace of God has to rule our hearts. We must give the devil no place. That's Ephesians 4, 27. Give the devil no place. That word place in the Greek, it means do not give him platform, do not give him pulpit, do not give him quarter, do not give him space. Do not give place to the devil. Say it with me tonight. Give no place to the devil. Come on, say it again. Give no place to the devil. In Luke chapter 8, verse 17, these are the words of Jesus. He said, for nothing is secret that will not be revealed. Nothing is secret that will not be revealed. Whose word are you going to believe? I'm going to stand with Jesus' word right now. I'm going to stand boldly tonight right here with the words of Jesus, my Christ, my Lord, my risen Savior. He said, nothing is secret that will not be revealed, nor anything hidden that will not be known and come to light. I want you to pray it right now with me. Grab a hand again. We pray in Jesus' name that nothing can be hidden. 
We loose the light of God right now. We loose the light of heaven. We loose the face of the Son of God upon the United States of America that everything hidden in darkness will be exposed. That it will not be able to crawl underneath anything and hide away. And Father, every cockroach that is connected to this, that is vowed to give themselves and pledge to this darkness, expose them and bring the punishment of justice to them. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm tired of these God-haters ruining the day, thinking that they can manipulate my beloved America. I'm done with them. I'm done with all of that. And if you think ever that this shepherd is just going to make some little video for you all to say, well, hey, I'm just going to peacefully endorse, endorse Brother Biden and, and Sister Kamala, not on your life. You think I'm going to back a man who's ready to fight for little kids' genitals to be cut off their body? Not on your life. These God-haters, these baby killers, I won't stand with them. They're not my leadership. I'm from, a, I'm from another kingdom. You're from another kingdom, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not standing with them. And I'm not blessing it either. I've seen some of the silliest, stupid videos already coming out from ministry leaders in the body of Christ. And, I'm, I, and some of them, I'm going to tell them to their face. I'm fed up with this. That day is over. It's over. Amos 5.24 it says, let justice run down like water and righteousness like a mighty stream. My God. I want you to take these verses and begin to decree them in your house over and over that you release the righteousness of God, the justice of the Lord to clean house in the United States. To clean through the underbelly, this belly of the beast that is underground, I'm telling you, I just keep seeing the torch of the fire of the Lord burning it out from underground to expose it. You know, when you turn the lights on, the cockroaches go running. In the Greek, that means, and in the Hebrew, it means. I prayed this the other day, and I had many of you reach out to me, and I felt like I needed to include it and declare it once again as we released the torch yesterday. <clears throat> and thank you for your wonderful feedback from it. But I want to pray this tonight. I want to pray a decree. I'd like you to take a hand, and I'd like you to lift your faith right now. Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, you gave us our founding fathers. You don't have to do I'm just going to, I'm going to decree it. Sorry. <laughs> I know you're with me. I love you. <laughs> you gave us our founding fathers, Father. And you gave us, you gave them the wisdom and the ability to bring this nation into alignment with your eternal intentions 
to develop this land as a religious freedom and a voice of liberty that would declare your gospel and your goodness throughout the ends of the earth. Father, we thank you for raising up America. Thank you for those who took their place and their time and their generation to move this nation into a path of your divine purpose and your dream. We know tonight, Lord, the devil and his minions would love to completely shift this nation off of its original path and plummet it into destruction. He has sent forth those, Lord, that seek to carry out his plans and his intentions. But, Father, you have a mighty remnant. You have a mighty remnant who have refused to abandon your holy calling and your intentions, Father. Father, you have heard the cries and the intercession of this generation. You've responded with this verdict. America shall be saved. America shall be saved. This night, here at Victory, a church of your presence. Tonight, Father, you hear us from your throne. The great cloud of witnesses hear us. They hear the hearts of these men of God and women of God and hear my voice. We legislate your verdict and we declare with the backing of your authority, it will be so, and America shall be saved. Father, tonight together we declare the downfall and the annihilation of every scheme of hell that has been sent to change our laws, to change our times, and to throw this nation off of its course and off of its destiny. Those snares are broken now in Jesus' name. Those plots and schemes, they will meet a defeated end. Hell will not prevail against America in the name of Jesus. We stand with this truth and this verdict. America shall be saved. And now, Lord, we declare that those that you have ordained to occupy the seats of government in this land, they will occupy those seats. And they will govern by the influence of the Holy Spirit, and they will lead this nation forward into triumph. And we declare, Father, that the foundations of our godly heritage, it will remain firm and unshakable. And you will blanket this nation, Father, and you will launch us into the greatest outpouring of the Holy Spirit. This is the turning point. Decree it tonight, my friends. This is the turning point. God, your verdict remains. Here is the truth. America will be saved. And I want to go on to decree tonight that we are on the precipice of the greatest, most profound outpouring of the Holy Ghost, a true third great awakening shall hit this land. God, you are warring even now to save this nation. You are in the details, and you are warring to save this nation. Our covenant-keeping Father, 
you have us in your grip. And you will not relent. You will not let go of us, Lord. And the prodigal nation will return and come home. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. Amen. Come on. Amen. Lest you think I'm grandstanding tonight, lest you think that I'm cheerleading tonight, oh, I'm not. I'm not. God is summoning the church to the divine confrontation against the forces of darkness. You mark it down. We're climbing Mount Carmel right now. That's where this is going. This is going to an epic confrontation. And God's going to have his say. Don't you be banking on the Supreme Court. You be banking on the word of the Lord. You be banking upon our Father God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This is our time. This is our watch. We're not compromising and backing down. And folks... I don't think it's going to be any news flash to you. I've already lost tons of friends. I can lose some more. I've already lost tons of friends. I've lost ministry friends over years. Years. I received a partner letter, a, a partner who supports us in Indiana this week. She has supported our ministry for many, many, many years. And the brokenness of her story, what she wrote, the letter that she wrote to me and my wife today about the compromises in their church, where their pastors have taken their church, how she has left that church, people leaving all over because they abandoned the authority of the word of the Lord. They became cowards. They became compromisers. And they started making every concession imaginable to the enemy. I want to remind you something, folks. What you compromise to keep, you will eventually lose. Because you'll never win with compromise. This isn't the time where we draw the line in the sand. The line is drawn by the finger of God. It's written in stone. It's like I said last week, folks. We have a more sure word of prophecy. We have the word of the Lord. Now, it's up to us who will heed the word of the Lord, who will fear the word of the Lord, who will honor the the word of the Lord. Or who will disdain it and run away from it and mock it? I want to say it again tonight. We declare that no election coup will prevail over this election. In the name of Jesus. 
in the name of Jesus. No election coup will prevail. Have you guys noticed a pattern of everything that has come to shut down this presidency has failed? believing it's going to fall apart like a house of cards. I'm going to close this message out tonight. Again, this is not some little cliche, but this is the truth, folks. Our mind needs to be renewed to this. We need to be encouraged, but our mind and our heart needs to be renewed to this. The future belongs to us. God's righteous, God's sons and daughters. We've seen what the God-haters have done to this land. We've seen the toll that it's taken upon all of us and our families. I hear the word of the Lord. I hear the Lord reminding me time and again, son, the future belongs to you. Don't let go of it. This is our hour. This is our watch. We need to be the men and the women that say, I'm not allowing this on my watch. You're tired. Me too. Me too. We better catch our second wind quick. Amen? I know you're tired, and it's okay to say you're tired, because I'm tired. But we got to catch our second wind very quick, because we have a battle to win. We've got to see this thing all the way through. And some may say, well, this isn't about Trump. You know what? That's a half-truth. This is about Trump. This is about his divine assignment. How would you like me not to fulfill my divine assignment? I want him to fulfill his divine assignment. I want you to fulfill, this family, to fulfill their divine assignment. I want my son to fulfill his divine prophetic assignment from the Lord. I want every one of you to fulfill it. I want President Trump to fulfill his divine assignment. And above all, supremely, I want America to fulfill her divine destiny before God. Above all, supremely above all. The founding fathers of this nation covenanted this nation unto God and said that this would be a nation that would fear Almighty God and that the gospel would go forth from America to the ends of the earth. That's why this nation was created. Israel gave us a Savior, but America heralded the gospel of that Savior to the ends of the earth. That's why we are set apart from all nations on the earth in this hour. And may we never, may we never, ever go back into captivity and bondage of the wicked. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Would you stand tonight with me? So I want to thank you for several things tonight. I want to thank you for coming in here and going after God.
I want to thank you for worshiping tonight. I want to thank you for just pushing the difficulty away and making it a sacrifice of praise tonight. It's been a sacrifice of praise. There's been difficulty. There's been turbulence in the atmosphere because of what we are facing. Be strengthened tonight in the Lord. Be encouraged. Do not lose hope. Strengthen yourself in the Lord. Strengthen your family in the Lord. Strengthen one another. Take a hand tonight. Thank you, Father, tonight as I, as I think of what Joshua and Caleb would say if they walked into this room tonight. They would tell us, don't be deceived by the things that you see, for we are well able to go and possess this land. <laughs> they would tell us, believe the word of the Lord. And you shall be established. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. Oh God. Lord, if Moses came in here and took this microphone and thundered tonight here at Victory, he would tell us, you are the one that blew open the Red Sea. And your people walked through into the promise. You are the way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Tonight, Lord, we do not rely on our own strength. Our strength is so small. Our strength is weak. But your strength is made perfect even in our weakness. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would strengthen every man and woman and child on this campus this night and those that will eventually hear this message, that you will strengthen them and that you will raise us up, God, as an army and as one, as one voice to continue to see this battle won. God, we believe and we will not relent. And Lord, in holy fear, we do not want to see our nation go back into such corruption. Have mercy, O oh God. Have mercy, O oh God. We believe, Father. 
we believe and we appeal to heaven tonight. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in America as it's already been settled in heaven. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in America. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Put your hands out, out in front of you. May the Lord strengthen your hands. May the Lord strengthen your hands. May the Lord strengthen your hands, strengthen your legs, strengthen you to stand tall. Mighty in God, mighty in God. Lord, in the secret place, we know this meeting never ends. As we go home, as we are in our homes, in our rooms, in our cars, Father, teach us to war with wisdom. Teach us to fight and to release the justice of God in this hour by our proclamations and by our decrees and our prayers. Oh, Lord. May the mouth of men and women here be loosed open to speak with authority and to speak with faith. And Lord, we renounce every bit of unbelief in this hour. Have your way in us, God. To you be the glory and the honor, Jesus. And Jesus, we thank you for our nation. Thank you so much, Lord, for the United States of America. And Lord, what you did for George Washington <laughs> against all odds you can do now for America. What you did in the Revolutionary War for Washington, you can do now, Lord. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. We appeal to heaven tonight. God save this land. God save this great republic. We love you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. You are mighty to save, mighty to deliver, mighty to heal. You are our victory, Jesus. We love you. We love you. We bless you. Amen. 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 Let's lift up one more shout of victory tonight. Tonight, the altars are open. I encourage you to linger, stay, pray with us. We're going to be lingering for quite some time tonight. I bless you. My wife, my wife and I bless you. Brenna's serving in Children's Church tonight. And we need some more people serving in our kids' church. But my, my lovely wife and I, we bless you guys. We love you guys so very much. Be strengthened. Good night. Thank you for listening to Victory Church of His Presence Sermon of the Week. 
For more information, go to our website at victoryfla.com or download the Victory FLA app.